and welcome back to Randomisters. I am Ben, your host, and I'm pleased to say after a bit of a hiatus, we're back again. Um, and we're here to just have a rant. It's a safe space to moan. There's no judgment here, and we end up moaning about important stuff, and you know, it ends up being funny at the end of the day. Um, I am pleased to say that we have a guest tonight. It's a man who I think I've only really I've only ever spoken to you once, I think. I think that's the case. But he calls himself Scottish. He's you know, I mean, you are Scottish by birth, I suppose. But um when he's not busy stabbing, he's enjoying a Milky Way, he's enjoying a red ball. Scottish Danny, hello. Hello, sir. Thank you for that brilliant <laughs> intro. <laughs> but yeah, so last time we spoke was the heinous that act that was Morty and Fitch's Chocovision. Yeah. And you said you said you were repping Maidstone or Sittingbourne or wherever it was, I seem to remember. What's the Kent link? Because that's my neck of the woods. Well, I'll, I'll be totally truthful. I could make up a funny story, but I'll be totally truthful. It's quite boring. I grew up in a load of different care homes and they were all over the UK. Uh, okay. So I'd spent uh, about a year and five months in um, Kent, in, Graves, in Gravesend. Yep. And uh, one day, Mags just said, you don't even have a London accent. You sound like you're from Kent. So he just labelled me as, Mainsto- as uh, uh, Maidstone. <laughs> Good old Mags. Bless him. <laughs> <laughs> He's the only one that can give us all nicknames. OK. All right. Well, I look forward to when mine eventually comes from him. Oh, it's coming, mate. Trust me. <laughs> oh, OK. OK. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, right, so you have very kindly sent me five things you want to rant about, um, and I mean, you, I know you've listened to this before. We 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 can have a laugh. Yeah. It's important things. We're gonna have a laugh. I will write titles, possible titles as we go. I've got a few things lined up as well, but um, so the last show, which as of this recording hasn't been released yet, so it's a spoiler for you. Dan Griffin, the legend that is Dan Griffin. He let rip about a lot of things, and I'm I'm looking for uh, you've got shoes to fill here, man. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but it's good fun. But I will start about something that's actually wound me up today, which I don't know if it affects you. May well do affect you, but it's um spam texts. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh man. So I get them quite a lot, and I get them from couriers and post, you know, Royal Mail saying we've got a part. You haven't got a parcel for me at all, but. So literally this afternoon, I was driving home from work and I had a text come out and I was in the car, so it pinged up on my screen. And I thought, these spam people need to know their target audiences. Sometimes they get it right. It could be from banks. Banks do it quite a lot as well, don't they? But um, this text came up. I'm aware of this scam. That is from a kid texting a parent to say, my phone's busted. Text me. What's at me on this number? But the text started, hi, mum. (laughs) <laughs> and I thought, I thought, no, that's not right. I thought, my son's four, and he definitely doesn't have his own phone, and he wouldn't be calling me mum. That's a bit weird. I thought, no, your audience, spammers, you can get in the bin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they can. They can absolutely just get in the bin. But it's it's worrying, because it's when it's banks as well, banks who you don't even bank with text you saying, yeah, your money's yeah, it's all everything's fraudulent. I think it could uh, easily if you're that naive, you could get involved in some serious stuff there. Yeah, 
definitely they um the sad thing is a lot of elderly people fall for that type of stuff so i mean that, yeah. that's just annoying yeah but no i thought i thought being called having a text that started hi mum i thought that's a new one haven't had that one before <laughs> <laughs> that is new um right so we're gonna run about some stuff you you will be facing the mystery balls as well which i know you're looking for everyone looks forward to the mystery balls oh yeah <laughs> I can't remember what Dan's was. Dan's was, uh, oh, what was it? Animals. And I'm not going to say anything else about it, but you, your mind can wander about that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, we'll start light. We'll start with your first choice. Security guards at shopping centres. I'm intrigued. Yeah. Go on. Floor is yours. So, uh, I've been looking forward to ranting about this. Just, just to let everyone know, this is the first ever podcast I've done where I haven't talked about nineties uh, or two thousands wrestling. I know, so, and I've, I've totally beaten Morty and Fitch to this. I'm so proud of myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, but yeah, security guards at shopping centres just drive me up the wall. Um, have you heard of Westfield? I have. Yes, I've been, have to, you been Westfield. to Westfield. I have been to Westfield. Okay, so Westfield, every time I go there, they just have the worst employed security guards at the, uh, not in the shops. I want that want to make that clear. I'm talking about the ones patrolling the, um, I yeah. say patrolling, they, they have no clue. I mean, you go up to one of them and say, can you tell me where HMV is or something? They have no clue what they're doing. They've got a scowl on their face. And the biggest <laughs> reason I put this on was because in 2010, one of them actually murdered a uh, a shoplifter over a 35-pound jute, uh, was it, no, jute um, deodorant. A deodorant. Yeah, yeah, 35 pounds. He actually got murdered in Stratford. Um, can you imagine just <laughs> dying over <God>. that? Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were starting light, man. <laughs> <laughs> You bring up the people are going to have a field day. You bring up murder first point. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, wouldn't have it any other way, mate. <laughs> no, true, true that, true. Um, man, I mean, I know the sort of security guards you mean. We've got, I mean, here we've got a shopping centre, and security guards make me laugh because they're. I mean, I'm not small, but these guys are huge, and I think even I could outrun them. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. It's like. Um, a lot of them look like they're on work experience as well. I've noticed that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you say about HMB, are you sure that some of them could actually spell HMB? Yeah, <laughs> just about, just about. But <laughs> I mean, the, a lot of it comes from personal experience as well. It's like a lot of them do think that they have more power than they actually do. Like when yeah. they think they can actually touch people and uh, not get um assaulted back um that is that is a big uh issue as well it's like what what do you think you're doing like holding up i do sadly um not to take this podcast into a darker um <laughs> but, uh, i like, expect but, nothing less from you man <laughs> <laughs> i do notice that they um tend to stop women more than actually men uh because probably presumably they're easier targets for them um so i've noticed that that's always a bit of a ask like what are you doing um yeah, so uh, I would say shopping centres, definitely security guards are just, nah, there. My light-hearted one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right, I'm going to use the other one as well, light-hearted, right. Um, <laughs> uh, no, I mean, it is weird that, particularly when they're in uniform, and if they think, oh, got a red jacket on or blue jacket, whatever, 
that gives them right to do i hate people i mean that's not just security guards that's to anyone really to think yeah you can do that and force yourself on people particularly not these days anyway people are so i was going to say scatty but that's the wrong word people are so aware of mm. the whole uh, yeah post covid everything else that i mean the deodorant thing that's mad but that's london for you i suppose yeah <laughs> that's east london <laughs> that's east london <laughs> i'll send you that um news article because it was on there it's never forgot i've never forgotten it because the shop is still there and every time i walk past it i just think wow that's where that man died right outside of the perfume shop in um in stratford it's, it's <laughs> such a such a, a shame i mean just yeah in front of like at least 25 people there watching that you know just yeah I mean that makes it work. That makes it with the people watching. I mean, mm. I mean, and and you said people about you. Obviously, the you know the, the American police officer story as well from yeah George a Floyd a couple of years ago. George Floyd, thank you because my mind went totally blank there. But um, it's people in power in authority that take advantage, and I, I don't get it. I, I don't yeah. get. It. But then, but then you get the crowd instead of calling for help or pulling them off him, they're videoing it. It's going on Instagram. It's yes. going on. Oh, I hate social. I hate social media. I mean, I know I'm on social media, but um, oh no. No, it's it's absolutely fine to hate it and be on it because we all do in our little circle of friends. <laughs> yeah, well, our little our little podcast corner we got going on. <laughs> We're always yeah, that's, in that that's... chat. <laughs> yes, uh, what a. I mean, and I will say we. I think we could say now that tonight a video has gone out of Fitch in the shower. Let's face it. <laughs> Uh, yes, I saw that, and I, I I think I did therapy now. Hey, I I had to narrate it. <laughs> it's my vocals on it. I'm just like, oh. Yes, you did another one, did you, uh, the car advert. Yeah. Didn't you? I thought I recognised your did voice. Do. Yeah, yeah, it's me, yeah. Well, yeah, You're pimping me out for my voice again. Um, <laughs> see, look, this is how this is how this podcast works. We took we've just talked about a man getting killed in a shopping centre over a deodorant. And now we're talking about a hairy man-child having a shower and me talking talking it through. <laughs> this is this is the way it goes, mate. This is the way it goes. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, right. Oh, security guards. I mean, yes, I I don't have many much um, experience of to that extent anyway with those security guards, but I know the ones you mean, and they strut around like a that they own the place basically um but doing that you think it's always i mean you say bad apples but that's just ridiculous yeah but if mean, you're going to send me that article that's i would say that's bedtime reading but i'll probably be awake for a week trying to read i'll never go shopping again <laughs> no um that's a great point of putting bad apples it's more like um where can you find the good apple because i don't want to uh demonize every single one because there are ones that are genuinely um just like excited to be there I, I don't want to say excited to be there but they are hard working and they're they're um yeah but it's just so many i mean just specifically in um westfield mainly is the is the problem i'm alluding to yeah yeah let's just put it in there that's fine i mean yes i yeah. have been there i remember it being ridiculously busy yeah i don't even remember why, why i was there i think i was at a gig or something and it was the next morning or something like that um yeah, anyway, I'll digress with that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay, that's cool. Point one, sorted. In the bank. 
security cards are shot. I, I'm sure people will have a lot of things to say about that. Um, right, we better move on. I mean, I say we're going light-hearted, but you know, we're, we're not really with number two. <clears throat> go on, then. I'll let you. I'll let you introduce this one. Well, it's only going to go downhill from me. <laughs> no. Um, so number two, my second choice um, was how disability is represented in the media. Yeah. Um, this one's a big one because uh, I used I was on uh, some posters and flyers. Like, we're, we're talking 2009 when I was 18, and I remember a lot of that is like, um, have you heard of um, inspiration porn? No. So inspiration porn is something. Have you heard of the undateables? I have heard of the undateables. Okay, I don't know if you're a fan of it or not, but The Undateables is a disgusting show. Um, it's it, it it gives, I wrote down earlier, it gives false, like a false t- kind of ad- idea of um, how dis- how people with disabilities are like, they paint them off as like, oh, you're lonely, like you need a girlfriend, you need a boyfriend, you need this, this, this. And it's like, to me, it's just, it's almost like, it's almost abuse to be honest mm. with you, because, um, and we're talking all disabilities, I'm, I'm talking people in a wheelchair, people with uh, mental disability, it can be anything, um, and it was just like, uh, have you heard of the Big Bang Theory? Yep, yep. Are you aware that each character has different, um, uh, they're on the spectrum of the autistic spectrum, every single character, how are they portray- how are they portrayed to the mainstream? Yeah, exactly. It's, it's you put it in like that. It makes me think. I had figured that out with the with the um with those characters, but yeah, um, yeah. It's, when you put it two together, that's quite a sobering thought, really, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's like um the the Big Bang Theory characters are, are portrayed as you know they they find it hard to pick up women, they find it um hard to be in social situations which is absolutely fair because like people there's a lot of people who do but there's also people who don't struggle with that and that's the problem because there's going to be people who watch that and be like oh my charlie he's got uh asperger's so he must he must uh, struggle with that i've had it myself i've been to a job center we're, we're going to get into this later and I said, um, oh, yeah, I have this, this, this. And they're like, oh, he has trouble reading and writing. And I was like, you, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> I've, been re- I've been writing since I was 10. <laughs> it's, it's oh, like, yeah, it's like, um, it just, that's what I was saying about the undateables. It's, so if you're thinking that people are struggling with certain things on a, from a TV show, you're going to think undateables, oh no, like he must have trouble finding a girlfriend. He must not like love. Um, I, I've got many friends who uh, are like, feel the this same way. It's like, how can they put people with disabilities on it? Because then they become a charity case, if I'm honest with you. That's just me being honest because they'll, somebody will watch that on television and be like, Oh, he's got he's got this. He's got this. He must like he must struggle and stuff like that. It's quite. Mm. It is very. It's very frustrating. No, I I totally empathise with that. That's. I I'll be honest. I hadn't even thought of Big Bang Theory in that in that sort of respect. But you're absolutely right. Um, mm. and I am aware of undateables. And yeah, when you think about it, people pushing that 
I was going to say pushing that storyline to use yeah. our common interest, but pushing that storyline or pushing that angle just because they're disabled. That yeah, no, that's absolutely beyond the pale. Um, yeah. And also using using your example of Big Bang Theory again, not wanting to oh because you like science and because you're a mm-hmm. a nerd that must mean you're socially anxious or. I mean, yeah, as you said, there's people. I mean, I get social anxiety even when I'm in a big group of people. It's, it's horrible, but I don't want yeah. to be discriminated against because of that. You're still there to, yeah, you're still. So, I mean, I'm one of your choices later. I will say about that as well. But um, you don't want to be discriminated just because you have the same interest. If you're at uh, an event or a party or a a gig or a a, a show or whatever. You're there to enjoy. You don't want to be thinking, oh, he's only there because, you know, token disabled man, if you like. Yeah. That sounds that sounds horrendous, me saying that. But no, I, no, I, I think that's where you're going with that. No, no, you've actually put that perfect. Yeah, there's a lot of tokenism. Um, uh, I remember uh, even the police uh, was asking me at one point, it was like, can you help train some of our officers? Because we do not know anything about. Uh, specific um, disabilities like autism, Asperger's, something like that. Um, mm. But that, that ultimately didn't work out. But it was like, um, that's the other thing about that as well. It's like, um, yeah, you put it perfectly about the science thing because not too long ago, um, I was at a meeting and so, and I, I said, uh, they was like, oh, what do you have? Like, what, do you have to write it down and the thing. And then like, oh, you must love trains because you have this. And I'm like, I don't give a shit about trains, mate. I, I, I couldn't tell you the difference between any train. I will <laughs> it was say. Like, I don't give a shit. So it's more, it's back to that generalising. It's like, oh, he has this, so he must like this, this, this. And that's what, we're going to come to that a bit later on the the main point. Yeah, and I, I have written, I don't give a shit about trains as a potential <laughs> title. <laughs> I've yes. already got, I've already got, I'll never go shopping again. And where's the good apple? <laughs> That's the other <laughs> two I've written down so far. Um, yeah, and it, it is awful to see those people being depicted like that. I think it's good that in some uh, TV circles and other circles, there are programs that are celebrating people with disabilities and I'm going to use, I mean, I'll use, um, it's a show I don't like particularly myself, but I'll use Strictly Come Dancing as a, as an example. Last year's winner was, was deaf. And, you know, it wasn't a case of they um, made a huge point of her being deaf, but it was little things like the crowd were signing instead of clapping. There was a, a, a dance they did where the music went off. It It was, that was, I thought that was, really superbly done yeah and this year on it there was um ellie simmons the paralympian you know people with dwarfism can still dance <laughs> and she has proven i thought she did very well i've seen a sort of clip this morning i thought preparing for this i thought that's the sort of thing yeah that's how it should be you know? yes and i and i did in, uh, using a different tact as well in sports so uh, obviously, you have the Olympics and the Paralympics, but the Commonwealth Games had th- this year had throughout disability um, events and able-bodied events running at yeah. the same time. Yeah. Now, I don't think that will work for the Olympics, but I, that was really good to see, and that's how it should be. Yeah, 
I mean, it is improving. It is improving. You make a great point, mate. It's like it is actually improving, but but it's at the same time for every one of them, you'll get ten other shows, or especially yeah. YouTube influencers. I mean, oh, give me oh, a break. <laughs> They're just like, oh, my cousin's got this, this, this. Like, so I better go around and make money off of the YouTube views of him because he can't do this. And it's like, oh, you just, I just, I report those videos so many times. <laughs> well, I'm going to say the name, uh, name of a person who is the biggest culprit of this, and that is Katie Price. Yes. Oh, mate, we're in total agreement. <laughs> we, we are in. So, yes, I know all about that. Um, that is just disgusting. Uh, the exploiting her own child, um, Harvey Price is, yeah. yeah. Very, very. Um, she's brought him on talk shows, not knowing if he's sensitive to light or like noise or something like that. Just uh, not not caring, really, to be honest with you. You never. I mean, you, you watch one of the. I think it was his interview on Loose Women, and uh, he actually came out with a swear word, and they had to apologise. And she she didn't care. She was just like, oh, uh, don't do it again, don't do it again. And it's like, why are you even bringing him on? Uh, the tv show in the first place <laughs> yeah yeah uh, it's just astonishing that someone like that gets away with it just because she thinks yeah. she's above everybody else yeah oh god oh, disgusting but... human being sorry <laughs> no no you're i mean you're right you, you're absolutely right anyone who looks like that let's face it i mean i'm being awful i'm i'm, I'm signaling someone out because of how they look that's not what i mean but it's no. how they act yes in the fact that they think because she's got Big tits and big lips, you can get away with anything. <laughs> yeah. No, That's, I need to write that down. <laughs> yeah. No, you're absolutely right, mate. It's, it's just like, oh, what, like, just how could you like do that to your own child? And then he's got his own um, television show as well. It's more exploiting. And it's like, yeah. okay, we have to get him a girlfriend and things like that. Just, it's like, why? Have you actually asked him if he wants a girlfriend? I believe he does have yeah. a girlfriend now, actually. Oh, man. Just ask him what he wants. He probably just wants a sandwich. Yeah. I mean, just... <laughs> oh, we'll get to that later as well. <laughs> oh. I'm looking at your choices now thinking, what have I just accidentally said? <laughs> <laughs> Only because I know people are, people ask me, whenever anyone says to me, how are you feeling? And I thought, well, hungry. <laughs> like, that's what I've got in my mind at the moment. No, no, it's... Yeah, you. I'm glad you brought up Katie Price because that is something, yeah, that is just a massive one because that's something that a lot of people will be watching. Um, and then, you know, you'll get the usual people like outside those, the um, shopping centres or something, back to the shopping centres. <laughs> they'll just they'll just be like, oh, that did you see poor Harvey? And they're not looking at him as a human being. They're looking at him as a broken human being type of, like, they're just like, Okay, he's got this. He won't be able to do this. So I've seen some of the clips. I, I don't watch a lot of that, but I see some clips here and there where he has his meltdowns and things like that. And I'm just like, you've done nothing to protect him. You've put um, things in his ears and stuff like that. But that does not always work. I mean, people do not like vibrations isn't really hearing. It's more feeling, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, uh, I've seen some of those clips as well that. Yeah, he's having a meltdown, and then you're sticking a camera in his face. Yes! Bang on, mate. Oh, mate, we're in such agreement right now. <laughs> yeah, you're sticking See, this a is camera. It. 
right in his face. Oh, it, yeah. It goes back to the just. I, I, I didn't want to talk about wrestling, but it goes no, no, back. Please do, please do. Oh no, it goes back to um, the DDP effect of DDP. You know, um, sticking a camera. It has to film everything. It has to, Jay oh, Roberts. Yes. Yeah. Is yeah. going through a, a breakdown at an airport with only one shoe on. DDP has to run there to help him, but he has to have a camera there first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, you say, but I mean, I will continue talking about wrestling because uh, our mutual friend, Bang Bang Andy. Yeah. Uh, so I went on his show and we talked about um, Taboo Tuesday 2004. One of the matches involved eugene yes now i mean 2004 how was i in 2004 i'm trying to think how old i was now 17 18 so i didn't yeah. have real understanding of that at the time as I, I mean you could never do a character like that anymore oh, never, that, never 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 oh, but that that was an interesting year with with snitsky and kane and, <laughs> and, and eugene. But, i didn't um, like um, oh, I'm right, I'm right. Seen but, getting stabbed. I mean, I can list off the. I live in that time frame. So. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I mean, yeah. So that was a, for people who don't know. That was a storyline of a a guy portraying a, should we say, a mentally handicapped yeah. individual. Let's face it. For oh, it makes me, yeah. It's an audio podcast. I'm pulling a face. It's proper cringy, and it's similar to what you say about undone. It's the exploitation of a mm. of an illness and. No way could you do that anymore. No. Um, yeah, and the media in general is awful. It always uses, always uses horrific words that frighten people, and makes you think that disabled people are sort of a second-class citizen. Yeah. I'm ranting more than you on this. You've chosen <laughs> these topics. It's getting me all no, riled up. You're completely right, mate. Is um, I I. So a lot of the times um, I'll go back and watch um, old wrestling shows and stuff like that. And I can actually tell you, I mean, I'll, I'll film this and we'll put it out on Twitter. Um, there was a Saturday Night's main event from 2008, which mm-hmm. had Ben Stiller and Jenny McCarthy coming on the screen on an advert uh, from, I'm assuming by NBC. And they said, we need to fight for, auti- we need to fight against autism. We need to fight against this. And it was like, Oh wow! Like, uh, you could not not put that on today because mm. they, they were treating it like a disease. And I will actually I'll film that and send it to you actually. Yeah, because I, that's all stuck. I used to use it in my um, training. I used to train people, and um, uh, yeah, yeah, that is just um, I mean, it's yeah, it's just terrible, isn't it? That's, but the Eugene character, that's a great point as well, mate. Because um, you, they were basing that off of um, a wasn't it a child that used to go backstage? I don't know. In all honesty, oh. <laughs> I, 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 I don't know. Um, no, they were, yeah, I believe they were because there was an article that 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 guy actually died. Um, he was a uh, like a he would take the wrestlers' ring jackets, and his name was actually Eugene as well. Um, uh, so they okay. they were basing it off of him, um, and apparently he suffered many like ribs and stuff like that from the British Bulldogs and stuff like that. Um, the yeah, so you, the bulldogs were yeah. dickheads, though. Let's face it. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> big time. <laughs> but yeah, they they were facing like they would, he would get like steroids injected into him, and you know just Gosh. like pushed around in locker room and things like that. And so twenty odd years later, they come up with Eugene, 
um, Eugene Bischoff is his name, isn't it? Because he's related. To yeah. <laughs> Which had to be a rib on Eric Bischoff, I'm imagining, because they didn't like him. <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah. So Eugene, in, did he, yeah, he returned in 2009 for one match against the Miz. And that was it, <laughs> is it? <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think so. I mean, but I mean, that. At that time, the, a character like that was used to build up sympathy. Um, whether it did it particular, I thought. I mean, the guy. <laughs> I could link this to so many other topics to rant about. I'm just realising now. So, I mean, I was going to say when you say about the the um, the with the Ben Stiller advert. I mean, that is also coming out recently with anti-vaxxers. I'm going to bring up anti-vaxxers. Uh, so, if you have a, if you have the COVID vaccination. You're gonna get your kid's gonna get autism. Yeah, this is gonna happen. That's gonna happen. Get in the bin. <laughs> <laughs> yes, throw. Get in the bin and then set the bin on fire, please. <laughs> yep. Set the bin on fire. I'll right tell you then. something, mate. Anti-vaxxers. There was one who lived quite close to me um, in this area, and when everyone found out what he was about, he didn't last long here, to be honest. <laughs> no, no. But even now on 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 Twitter and. Um, everywhere and on socials in general you see i'm trying to think of who it was now it's someone recent oh it was um uh the uh, sarah lee you know the girl who won tough enough who passed yes. away yeah a while ago. yeah and um i was reading some of the comments on which i should never do i should never do that on any I social media channel. First mistake, mate. <laughs> it was a little bit but i thought i might get some material like this no um and someone said oh I wondered what the cause of death was. And someone just put, oh, it was, it was the vaccine. Oh. No, it wasn't. No. It wasn't at all. I mean, it's still as awful as it is. I mean, she had three kids married to um, oh, uh, Blake, isn't it? Yes, um, one of the... Western Blake. Yes, Western Blake, yeah. From yeah. Forgotten Sons, yeah. Yeah. Um three kids it's awful but people yeah. it do still die of sudden illnesses at 30 that aren't anything to do with fucking covid <laughs> exactly mate we've got our first f-bomb i thought i was yeah. gonna hear <laughs> cheers <laughs> no you're, you're completely right i mean uh, yeah never read those comments but i mean it's like when the um kevin nash's son just unfortunately passed away yeah yeah first thing i said was um I'm not reading the comments. I was just listening to the podcast. And then as I was listening to the podcast on the way back from Morrison's, um, Kevin Nash actually came out and said his son had Asperger's syndrome as well. And I was like, yeah. So I'm definitely not reading those comments now. <laughs> no, no. Um, no. But I thought that was very empowering um, to actually read that, uh, or to actually hear that from Kevin Nash. It was like, oh, wow, I didn't know that. That, that was a really cool um, artifact. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Kevin Nash hasn't got the best reputation for stuff no. like that, but for him to be human about it, kudos, to, kudos to Kevin Nash. That's a potential title. Yeah, <laughs> maybe not. <laughs> I like the other maybe ones. not, but I'm, I'm still writing it down there. Yeah. Um. Okay. Well, you've got me going on that now. That's oh, that riled me up some here. How many directions has this taken already? <laughs> Uh, have you not heard some of the other episodes? Of course, mate. Of course. 
Oh man. Um, okay, that's yeah. I could get. I get why that that point. That, I'm still I, in my brain. I'm still like, no, that's really annoying. Yeah. <laughs> Have me on for a part two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so we'll go on to number three. Uh, it's just something a little bit different, but um, yeah, loud music or else people who blast music at. You've said unsociable hours. I've written here. Yes, unsociable hours was the term given to me by a police officer. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, not for me. Are not you, for me no. I say, are you the one blasting the music, man? <laughs> oh Christ, no, no, no. Um, unsociable hours is between seven p. Uh, no, eleven p.m. and seven a.m. in the morning. Uh, well, at least in London, it is. Um, <laughs> um, and I, I just fucking cannot stand it when you're sleeping you're like you're in a lovely sleep you're just sleeping away and then all you hear is this shitty it's not even good music stick a bit of uh coldplay on at least or something like that <laughs> yeah it's just it's, noise yeah it's like thundering it goes through the wall because uh well i don't know what it's like you know where you are but in london they are using the cheapest um uh like uh material they can use for walls like plywood okay. yeah yeah so any you can you can hear your neighbors sneeze for christ's sake i mean you can <laughs> so if they're blasting music at like 4 48 in the morning and you're oh, trying to man. sleep and you're like i've got shit to do tomorrow man what the hell is going <laughs> on? you get pissed off and you ring um like the, the the most useless uh authority you can ever think of is they come out in a van with sirens on it it's um noise pollution or something like that i can't remember the the um and they do nothing because they can't actually enter into the person's house because there's a law against that isn't there well surely if it's a disturbance you think yeah, yeah. that's your antisocial you know this yeah, you'd be banging on the door wouldn't you i mean there are i mean yeah people i've got family members who have neighbors that yeah it's it's noise it's three o'clock in the morning and it's it is never good if it's good music at least you think yeah i can lie here but i'll go off to sleep again you know yeah it's fine i, I can chill out a bit of i'm just i'm trying to think of brand you said coldplay i'll use coldplay chad's coldplay gently lower me off no it's yeah. your it's your techno shit it's your yeah. garage. It's your anything that makes. I mean, nothing against garage or anything like that. But when it's blasting through your wall and it's yeah. vibrating the bloody bed, and it's like, oh <laughs> god, you get up and you're like, fuck this, man. I can't get. I can't deal with this shit, man. <laughs> and if you knock on the person's door, it usually leads to an altercation. So yeah. you're told, okay, um, you can just ring the authority. But then they come out in a van and they just do nothing, <laughs> and then. Um, you just you have to uh, if you want that problem solved it takes a minimum this is speaking from experience a minimum of three to six years <laughs> because you have to write down the time they're doing it and then you have to present it to like a landlord or whoever oh, and then man. that's the only i mean they they take their time on that because in the end of the day they're not going to get up at four o'clock in the morning and come around and inspect it so a good way and another good thing about phones is you can record this so mm. i do that a lot um i record you can you can hit record the noise the vibration stuff like that and it's like what why are you blasting this i mean mostly it's to, they want attention i find mm. 
And um, well, yeah, that's what it, yeah. I, yeah, I can that. If it's like a party or something like that, I completely understand. But when it's night after night after night for years, and it's like, yeah, yeah this is doing damage, man. Like, I've got to get up. I've got shit to do tomorrow morning. And then you're like, oh fuck this, man. You can't even sleep, can you? Because, like, um, yeah, yeah, so annoying. Yeah. I mean, have you ever had to deal with that in your life? I mean, I haven't personally, but I know people who have. Um, yeah. And there are, yeah, there are certain people who, yeah, I think you're right. They do it for attention. Mm. But then, yeah, as you say, it's a part of me. My, uh, my mother-in-law, she had a note come to her door the other day that some of her neighbours, they were um, their Sikhs and they were having a wedding. Or t- Sikhs? Yeah. Or Turkish. I can't remember. Yeah. But Sikhs, they were, yeah. They, <laughs> um, yeah, so it was a Sikh wedding going on down the road. And they said, it will get loud. We're sorry. But that's fine. You can that's prepare perfect. for that. But you're right. When it's, yeah, three in the morning. I mean, it, you shouldn't have to document that and, yeah, sort of video your stuff <laughs> vibrating around the room. Um, but you do that with anything these days, I find. I mean, I, this is this is proves how off topic I get. I'm going to moan about potholes now. only because it's what you said makes me think of it because the way i drive home there's a massive pot and i mentioned this on a couple of episodes ago when i was losing my mind driving home um and i had to avoid a massive pothole you have yeah you're talking six months to a year you have to take photo the the evidence everything's gonna be evidence because i get it i mean i get it you want a paper trail you want things to you don't want it to be an altercation to use your words but does it have to take that long <laughs> yeah really? exactly especially when multiple people are complaining about it as well it's like yeah. you're not the only one and i guarantee you're not the only one about that pothole i mean <laughs> it's filled in now. i will yeah. say it's filled in now i drive home this afternoon it's filled in i was like yeah apparently oh, yeah. <laughs> result <laughs> yeah no but you're right that's a great point it's like you shouldn't have to do this um like say i will go to stay at my sister's house or whoever and it's like you actually get a full eight hours sleep and you, you wake up and you're like oh this is what sleep uh, is supposed to be you actually yeah. feel like you can actually move your arms and legs <laughs> it's like, have i have i died <laughs> have, I gone, have i gone deaf i don't know um and yeah you just um uh yeah I, i'm guessing because sometimes when you do complain to the uh like uh noise pollution things like that they the the you risk um sort of like anger from the other person saying why can't you talk about this uh to uh me face to face because when you talk about face to face like i said earlier you are gonna expect altercation or a swearing uh, argument uh, on the landing, which is embarrassing, um, or threats, you know, threats to kill, stuff like that. It's, yeah, it's just, um, yeah, not really good. But that does piss me off. So um, I just, I almost feel like putting that same note through their door saying, can you just put on uh, anything else rather than this? <laughs> yeah. Or get a, like, get a bargain copy of eBay of a CD, like, uh, James Bay. Just post that to the post. Just, yeah, yeah. Just, just play track three, Hold Back the River. It's a beautiful song. Just play that. <laughs> or just put on some wrestling tunes. I'll fall asleep yeah. to that. <laughs> I can, I've actually <laughs> fell asleep to the Right Who Sends the theme song. 
That's why I'm so. Um, I love that song. So it's because it actually does have a beat to it. It's not just noise. If yeah. you actually listen about 40 seconds in, it does actually have a beat. I fell asleep to the right to sense the theme. Yes. I think that's the winner already. I'm not going to lie. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, see, there was me. There was me to say, I have Re- Repo Man's got a good theme. You can fall asleep to that. It's oh, a banger. It's a banger. <laughs> I mean, uh, to me, the ultimate one has to be uh, Chris Benoit's WCW theme, if you remember that. Oh, see, I, yeah, you're going to hate me. I've never been a WCW guy, so um, I'll have to go, I'm going to have to dig it out now. Oh, yeah, it's a real song, but um, he just uses the lyrical, uh, instrumental version. Okay, well, I can, I can, raise, I can think I can up that. Um, hang on. Because I spoke to... Bang Bang Andy about uh, entrance music. It's not going to work now on my phone, I don't think. No, it's not. But never mind. But um, Rob Conway. Oh, that's a great one. Yeah, you've, <laughs> I've been upped. <laughs> yeah, so I'm good. <laughs> I might play. I might, when we finish recording, I might play that as an outro, the yes, Rob Conway but, theme. But Ben, just look at me. <laughs> Ain't I a sight to see? <laughs> he knows the words <laughs> yeah it just stick with you I mean oh just they, they were on that um, Smackdown versus Raw game if you remember that yeah 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 I used, used to use that for my Craig wrestlers all the time because it, it's, it's it's just a tune it actually feels like a real song yeah <laughs> it does um, I see now I say that I'm not a WCW guy but um, I mean Rap is crap is probably that's that that's got to be on a list of somewhere of things to yeah. fall asleep to. <laughs> that's great as well. There's I think there's two. They released two songs, didn't they? They rap did do two. I can't I can't think of what the other one's called though. Oh, Cowboy Girls or something like that. I do remember the video. <laughs> yeah, more than the song. I think it's Good Old Boys. Yeah, someone's probably yeah. screaming yeah. at this podcast now, but I'm sure it's Good Old Boys. Yeah, we'll go with that. Yeah. Well, yeah, we'll say that. I mean, I said to you before we came on recording, Chris Bellis wants to come on. He's probably screaming, saying, I know yes. what it is. I know what it's called. <laughs> yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to find out now. Good old boys. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I just remember the video, how ridiculous it was. But it was so good. The best thing about that is that was supposed to be a heel group and it ended up being a babyface group because of yeah, organically being a southern company. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's all right right yeah. right we're digressing we are talking yeah, about we, are. we we knew we would let's face it we, we yeah. knew we would and we probably will more by the end of, the, <laughs> end of this show but anything to talk about rob conway's music is is fine yeah definitely. um right right my favorite bit's coming up now I've done three topics it's your favorite it's what you've been looking forward to the mystery balls <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. Now, I was thinking of other names we can come up with this. I, 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 I'm, I'm sticking with mystery balls. I came up with all sorts of tombolas, but no, 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 no. 50 topics. Now, I show everyone this. Everyone thinks there's no expense spared on this. So, this is the box that the balls came in. The topics are written on the box because I'm too lazy to get a separate piece of paper. Each ball is numbered we've had so so far with this with this sort of feature we've had stories about uh ducks ill-fitting jeans um diy 
people falling out of tractors and um dog shitting on the pavement <laughs> and i'll give you one guess which one dan griffins was i was as you was reading them off i was i was putting uh people to the story <laughs> so i'm gonna <laughs> guess the shit one is uh dan griffin boom there it is <laughs> oh no i've dropped one of my balls <laughs> Okay. <laughs> right, I'm going to hold this up to the camera so you can see it. Can you see this? It's 41. Yep, 41. 41. Uh, this, <laughs> bear in mind what we've talked about already, I'm worried about where this will go. So it's uh, trends and hashtags. Uh, hashtags. So it can be a story, it could be a rant, it can be an anecdote, it could be anything you like, man. I've got one, yeah. Um, unfortunately, it goes back to wrestling. That's fine. <laughs> because, yeah, um, a lot of the times, uh, do you know Conrad Thompson? I do, yeah, yeah, yeah. the mortgage oh, guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, in the early days of something to wrestle, he would have a hashtag uh, that said FDM, which was fuck Dave Meltzer because nobody likes Dave Meltzer. <laughs> I use that so much. Um, and then that, unfortunately, well, I say unfortunately, I'm happy to be blocked. But that uh, <laughs> that turns into uh, me kind of quote tweeting Dave Meltzer every chance I could get um and just saying, you're a fraud, you're a fraud, FDM, FDM. <laughs> and I actually got blocked by Dave Meltzer and most of his cronies as well. Um, because, yeah, I just find the man a fraud. Uh, I mean, what's your opinions of Dave? <sighs> Uncle Dave. Um, I mean, I wasn't, see, I wasn't expecting this question. You stumped me already. <laughs> what's my opinion of Dave Meltzer? He runs a successful magazine. Yeah. <laughs> he's said, an opinion. said it all. <laughs> yeah. He, he's, I mean, he's opinionated, man. He, I mean, he's biased towards yeah. certain workers. Let's face it. Let's face it. I mean, we've talked, I mean, with fellow wrestling fans on this podcast, we've talked about toxic fandoms. I think he only ever adds fuel to the fire. Yeah. Um, yeah, he fa- he, he favours AEW, he favours New Japan, some of the other Japanese promotions. I mean, I'm not on board with some of the Japanese wrestling. Yeah. I, I've, watched, I've watched a little bit of um, sort of uh, New Japan US, you know, strong, which is fine. I've got no issue with that. But, yeah, Dave, seven stars. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just, uh, Dave, I mean... Sometimes, occasionally, I will use that uh, hashtag on if there's a Dave Meltzer story. But my favourite thing is when he gets caught slipping, and like he, when he, um, the big one was when he he criticises like a woman's body, a woman's wrestler's body or face or something oh, like that. Oh man! And Twitter just has a meltdown, and I'm just sitting there. I'm usually on the train. And I'm just like, I can't. I, once I did miss my stop because I was actually reading. This. <laughs> <laughs> um, because I was like, everyone was putting Dave Meltzer on blast at like four o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> I was like, yes. I do remember him going, whether it's the story you're thinking about, but I remember him really criticising uh, Ember Moon. Oh, 
um, the one I was thinking about is uh, Billy Kay. Oh, God, yeah. That was from yeah, about I years ago, wasn't it? Yeah. But I, I don't remember the Ember Moon one. What happened with that? No, I think he, he just he said something similar about Ember Moon. But when oh. she came into AEW as Athena... Oh yeah. It was all yeah, 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 Athena. Woo, love Athena. Really? Three years ago. <laughs> three, Dave three years ago didn't say that. <sighs> yeah. That yeah. I mean I'll I'll be very interested to see if um I mean well Eric Bischoff has come to AEW, but um I don't know how he rated how many stars he gave his segment. But yeah, <laughs> um just to bring it back to the trends and the hashtags, the, the I'll use um seventeen stars as a um like if something if something <laughs> I, I like I will put seventeen stars. Um, yeah, I've noticed that with some of the, some of the replies you, to some of my messages that I've seen. <laughs> I'll do that because it's like, well, he keeps up in it. He's not going to up it over seventeen stars, is he? But <laughs> I was like, let me just. That's just another way of saying, oh, that's cool. That's cool. It's not like a, a mock on him or anything like that because sadly he can't see it anymore. I've been. Uh, um, yeah, Dave Meltzer, Brian Alvarez, they've all blocked me because they can't stand. <laughs> and Alvarez as well. Wow, well yeah, done. Yeah, and uh, Dixie Carter. Um, there's a whole, <laughs> there's a list, man. I've been on Twitter since 2010. There's yeah. a whole list of uh, people of uh, Matt Hardy, uh, JBL. I mean, yeah, <laughs> I've calmed down a lot now because when I started that, I was 19. And I was uh, I was just frustrated at work most of the times I was getting blocked when I was working up, either working as a bin man or ICT day tenure officer or something. I'll just be going off on my phone or, and I'll be like, oh, I was like, oh, what's happening on Twitter? Oh, Matt Hardy's faked suicide. Um, and oh on, man, on, <laughs> you remember that? Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that goes and, back to your previous point. Let's face it. Um, mm. we, I, I'd totally forgotten about that with Matt Hardy until you brought it up. But yeah, again, he well he he videoed himself basically driving out of his freaking mind, and he was just saying he was going to drive into a whatever it was a tree ravine. Yeah. Oh, that was yeah, and that's yeah. that's attention oh, seeking. Um, that's that's betraying a disability. I mean, he was obviously messed up, but um, that was deep, man. Yeah. I don't know. I remember that. Yeah, that that's what I mean. You you see a lot of of shit on uh social media don't you and unfortunately the way my brain works i'll never forget it uh <laughs> I, I i could tell you result the opener of certain smackdown shows okay. or how long they went or anything like that and it's, it's just a lot of shit goes in and not a lot comes out <laughs> i used to remember i could remember that um this is going back to 96 Maybe ninety-five, ninety-six. This isn't wrestling related, this is football related. And I used to know um all twenty Premier League teams, I used to know everyone's shirt number. And I could remember it. I could, you could say to me, Oh, number fourteen for Newcastle, oh, it was David Janoda, I remember that. Number eight for yeah. Newcastle, Peter Beardsley, yeah, it's fine, I'll remember that as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. No, that's cool. It's just uh, I think as we get older our minds are just going and they <laughs> I don't remember. A lot yeah. more than, but yeah, can you still remember all of them? Not all of them, not all of them, but I, I, I've just picked out two there. But I could think, I could think to myself, oh yeah, number three for Manchester United, that was Dennis Irwin. Um, trying to think of more now. <laughs> when you go blank and you think, I, I know the names of the teams, and I, uh, number eight for Arsenal was Ian Wright. It's you know, it's um, little bits like that. It's just. Yeah. 
that show my age. Well, how old was I? I was nine in '96, so that's why this sort of sticks in my head. <laughs> you, people can work my age out at home. Thank you very much. Um, <laughs> but yeah, but don't I, worry, mate. I get. I've been accused of uh, being an eight-year-old on one of these shows before. <laughs> well, I'm worried if an eight-year-old has got a beard like yours. That's what I'm. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just I just have a, a young sounding voice. That's my problem. A young a young face. If I shave this beard off, I'll look twelve. If I shave my beard off, I usually look twelve. It's different now. I've lost my hair. Now I've got a receding hairline. <laughs> but I I haven't I haven't been clean shaven on my face before anyone else. I'm looking at Sam Rogers here. He makes comments about my voice, but I I've not had no beard since I was. As 18, it must be 18. So that's a few years. Yeah, just a little bit of years. Yeah, not many. Because I, I saw, I saw a, a photo of me from my Facebook page from 2006, uh, and I was clean shaven. I looked like Fred Flintstone. <laughs> yeah. No, not right, mate. I've I've kept mine since 2013 when I was uh 22. That's when <laughs> I was able to grow a beard. <laughs> yeah. I don't think Morty could grow a beard. No, uh, I mean it's it's the way of life, really. I mean you've you got can, you can't. Have, yeah, you've got to have a beard. I mean Chuck Norris says you've got to have a beard. You've got to have a beard. <laughs> and underneath his beard is another fist. <laughs> oh yeah, big time. Yeah, we all know that. We've seen it in action. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Little Family Guy reference in there. Um, right, we've got to move on. Um, <laughs> I I'd, I'd liked the wording of this one so. I mean, you don't mince your words, do you, mate? For a soft-spoken person, idiots is the first yes. word. No, but it's something that I can easily rant about as well. Idiots vaping on buses or trains. Yeah, this one is a trend. Um, it's, I mean, it, it very nearly uh, lost to a trend that was going on with uh, people eating washing machine tablets so i think about a year ago oh. i don't know if you remember that i was gonna See, we, could, we could we could talk about that just then <laughs> right before well, we get onto the vaping real... then before but... we get onto the vaping then right the washing machine tablets i don't get there was a thing about people eating light bulbs as well i saw that did you see that god no no i saw the one where they were licking ice cream and putting it back well that i mean that's that's I mean that's unsanitary, <laughs> but it's not. It's not eating a light yeah. bulb. Oh, I need to write that down. It's not yeah. unsanitary, but it's not eating a light bulb. <laughs> no, no, you're completely right. The uh, Tide Pods challenge is what it was called. Yeah. Disgusting. Um, makes me ashamed to be a human. Um, yeah. I was, when I saw that, I was just like, okay, that's enough social media for this week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Tired pod challenge. Fuck it oh. all. <laughs> what mean, is why? the word to? Yeah. It's like... I, need to, I need to pick up that ball that's going to annoy me. I, dro- I dropped a ball. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? I need to know. I need to know what number that is now. See, this is it. It's MOCD. Oh, I dropped number six. I dropped, I dropped oh. the topic for shopping. Yeah, we're not going to talk about shopping. We've already no. talked about shopping centres, let's face it. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to go down that rabbit hole again. <laughs> <laughs> Tide pods, yes. I, I Insane, people. I don't get it. I've never got things like that. Disgusting. It's like... 
it goes back to the did you ever see the videos of the cinnamon challenge some of those yes. are quite funny 2015 <laughs> oh. i believe that was or 14 yeah i mean that uh, that's that's wrong but they were quite funny yeah yeah definitely i mean i i, I found it like i never did that i could not do that to myself <laughs> no no but the one that's doing the rounds at the moment which i do find funny is the 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 tortilla slapping I haven't seen that. What's that one? About? Oh, if you you need to see it because there's a video of Kevin Hart and The Rock, and basically, mouthful of water. They do scissor paper stone. Whoever loses gets to slap the other person with a wrap. <laughs> <laughs> and if you laugh, or if you spit your water, spit the water out, you lose. Oh, that, that actually sounds better than eating bloody uh, Tide Pods, doesn't it? <laughs> but it is. But you, uh, uh, you have to go and see. It's on, yeah, Kevin Hart and The Rock. Oh, okay, They're I'll bring it down. It. Yeah. Their one of it is incredible. And Kevin Hart loses his shit. <laughs> <laughs> and no, I'll to, bring that down, yeah. And I would just say, to quote The Rock from that video, it's just like, you, you slapped the shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> There's another title for you, mate. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. <laughs> right, yes. <laughs> but, um, yeah, well, we've covered trends now. I think that's good. We'll go back yeah. to vaping, idiots vaping. Yeah. So, idiots vaping on the uh, trains and buses just absolutely kills me because it's like we're in an enclosed space. There's no windows on the underground on the Jubilee. Have you been on the Jubilee line? Yeah, 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 yeah terrible um it's horrible enough on it i mean you nine million people in london and it seems like every single one of them are on the jubilee line at seven o'clock in the morning <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you you get you're sweating you're hot you're boiling hot you're annoyed you you smell bo you smell coffee and then next thing you know you're just thinking when it can't get any worse all of a sudden you just see this l- big cloud of smoke coming towards you in slow motion oh and it's not it's not even smoke is it it's I've moaned about vapors before on this, and it's just synthetic yeah. cloud. Yeah. But I mean, and yeah, thinking about that on the London Underground, Jesus. <sighs> I mean, I, I I don't come into London as much as I used to, but yeah, I go on the Underground, and you don't want that flying at you. No. I mean, it, to use another example, the, um, week before last, my my wife and I, um. <laughs> I waited until you were drinking. I appreciate that. Out. Yeah, I don't know who that's from. <laughs> yeah. My wife uh, and I, we uh, we went to a gig. We had a night off parenting. We went to a gig. And it was an Oasis tribute band. They were amazing. They were called Oasis. Because it's a good going. But <laughs> there was a guy at the front. It wasn't a big venue or anything, but this guy at the front. And he, you could see the, the, the plume, if you like, Coming up the night, I thought there's a door there to go out to a smoking area. It's literally not even probably 30 yards from where he's standing. Mm. I mean, it's not exactly a subtle thing, is it? Vaping. It makes noise. Um, yeah, so not that that can be really. Like, I can imagine that annoying you, mate, because like you you want to be in the moment. You're listening to some banging tunes. You're enjoying the atmosphere, and then it's like. It just pops up, doesn't it? It's like, oh, God's sake. Especially, yeah. like you said, when there's a door 30 yards away. It's like, why why the fuck didn't they just get up and go down to the door? Yeah. Why have I got to stand here smelling strawberry bubblegum 
shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it's not even nice. Like it's like, oh, it might taste nice to them, but really, it just tastes like plastic. I mean, it smells like plastic, like a manufactured um, type of bubblegum because it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it smells like the sort of candy floss you get. Uh, yeah. So it's it's not any flavour. It's just it's just sugar <laughs> basically. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, but the most, the thing that's annoying you about it is, it's in your face and it's in, up your nostrils and it's in your brain because, and it's like you've invaded uh, my personal space. I mean, it's bad enough. I'm just getting back to the trains. It's like you sometimes you have to breathe in other people's breath because you're that close up. Yeah, and yeah, that yeah. Is more uh, desirable than uh, breathing in somebody's vape from halfway down across the other bit of the train. Yeah. I mean, it's not. I mean, how impatient have you got to be to not wait the ten, fifteen minutes on the train and then the three or four minutes to get out of the station? Yeah, yeah. J- it's a joke, mate. I mean, just and then going to buses. Um, I reckon that one is to do with attention because London buses. Um, I try to avoid them as much as I can, but every so often I have to get on one. Mm. Um, and and it's like they're doing it and they have a camera uh, standing, like sitting across, and they, they're filming a camera from a selfie point of view and they're like, oh, I'm a badass. I've got uh, I've got um, vape that my mum bought me uh, and I'm smoking <laughs> it on a, on a bus that I paid to get on uh, rather yeah. than somebody's, they're trying to imitate somebody smoking a joint in their car. Uh, like a sports car that they own or something like that and it's like you can see what they're trying to do especially when they have playing uh, music in the background and it's like okay mate you're you're just you're just honestly you're just a bus wanker you know you remember bus wanker from, <laughs> <laughs> from the in-betweeners because you're just like you're just some sad little moron and you're just vaping and you're just pissing people off I mean there's yeah you know what um just to go not to go off too off topic but do you remember when the smoking ban came into effect on public transport yeah 2007 yeah Mm -hmm. so i could not believe you because i was born in 91 but i do remember um there was a you're telling me there was a law that a brand new baby could have come out of hospital and on the next seat on a bus could have been an old man smoking a pipe right next to him that is insane that, I mean, oh, that, yeah, I, I just it just blows my mind. So sometimes I go down a rabbit hole on YouTube and try to find people smoking on a bus or something like that because I just can't believe we let it get as a society let it get to that all the way to mm. 15 years ago. That's it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I remember uh, 2009. I went. I remember the the smoking ban had come in, and I'm I. When I first started going out to pubs and clubs and whatever, obviously smoking, you came back stinking of smoke. But obviously these days, if you go to a pub or whatever, you come back stinking of bo. Let's face it. In that in that sense, I preferred coming back smelling of smoke. Yeah. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, so back in sort of 2009, I the smoking ban had come in, and obviously people have got used to it. Going out in public places, no smoking, fine. I went on holiday to Egypt. I remember going in the hotel lobby or whatever, you know, bar, and it was just smoke everywhere. And I'm thinking, I do not miss this. Yeah. <laughs> and you're right, people were there at the table pushing buggies, pushing prams, smoking their head off. And you think, what? 
Yeah. <laughs> it's like you, you, they had no law back then. I mean, someone could, I just can't believe it. Like, I mean, I just it's something I'm going to enjoy speaking to my um, niece about in the future. I'm just going to be like, do you know, like some man could have been walking on the, on the bus with like four cigarettes laying up and there's nothing anyone could have done about it. <laughs> yeah, you were polluted by Marlborough from a young age. <laughs> Definitely. And it, title, just, title. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just, just the other day I got on a bus and uh, there was like um, a crackhead who got on the bus and he was like, he was uh, holding up a uh, snapped oyster card and he was like, I've got 500 pounds on this. He was screaming at the bus driver. He's like, I've got 500 pounds on this. Please let me on, please. Uh, and he obviously had just found it on the floor, <laughs> snapped. And he was just like, and I was like, the only thing that could have made that worse is if he came on with a cigarette. <laughs> yeah. There are a few or things a that could have been worse, let's face it. Or a vape, or a vape, yeah. <laughs> but the bus driver let him on anyway. And it was like, oh, God. So me and my s- sister just stood there like, oh, God, no. We'll just get yeah, off at the next stop, please. Don't sit near us. For the love of God, yeah. don't sit near us. How do we get on to this? Yeah, vaping. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, but, yeah, I forgot about that. No, vaping on the enclosed spaces is like, oh, it's, yeah, it's just what can you what else can we say <laughs> like no. how did this turn into a secret uh egypt um bo yeah. smelling his <laughs> <laughs> crazy bo smelling mummies yes <laughs> <laughs> no but yeah that does grab my gears 100 percent yeah i just i could you know when you think about smell <laughs> yeah and you, you think about it so long you can start smelling it even though you're nowhere near it i can just smell fake bubble gum at the moment yeah it's in my clack i don't like it <laughs> that was clacked a, i read something not that long ago it was like if you're on a bus or, or like a um or anywhere like where people are and you smell bo on someone your brain is uh the first emotion your brain thinks of is actually sympathy yeah, I can understand that. Yeah, I did. I didn't know that because my one was was anger or like uh, disappointment. I was like, get me the fuck off of this uh, bus. <laughs> mm. But yeah, now when you actually think about it, you're like, oh, you actually feel bad for that person. Maybe they haven't washed or anything like that. But sometimes it could be just be someone coming from a gym or something like that. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly that. I think we need to move away from this topic now. This yes, is going, we're yeah. going into the. <laughs> I wasn't expecting to go down B.O. Boulevard. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, here we are. Right. We're going to move on to your main one. Um, That's the title, by the way. B.O. Boulevard. B.O. Boulevard. It's like B.O. Baracus's distant cousin. <laughs> I watched A-Team last night. It was on Comedy Central. So I, I was watching it. I've got B.O. Baracus on my mind. <laughs> B.O. Boulevard. Okay. <laughs> You should see, right? From the from doing this podcast, you should see my notes. I've got of <laughs> these titles. Some of them are horrific. <laughs> well, let put them in that mystery uh, balls box, and then let Dan Griffin um, decide the name. <laughs> A Dan Griffin's title. I still so as of time of recording, I haven't. I'm still editing Dan Griffin, uh, and. Uh, I haven't decided on the title. Though we have many options. I mean, I've got how many have I got here so far for you? I think my record is about seventeen. That was wow. that was your, that was Dan's options. Two, three, four, 
Four. Okay. Five. No, I'm still going five. Six. Eight. Nine. Ten. Ten. You're on ten. Oh wow. Moment. Oh cool. I'm sure we'll get to uh, eighteen at least with this next topic. <laughs> yeah. I still think my favourite at the moment is I fell asleep to the right to censor theme. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh right. Okay. Okay. Your last topic, your boiling point, as I tend to call them on these shows now. I'm This one could go where we were initially, let's face it. Okay, go for it. You can introduce it. It's your big topic. So, disability discrimination in the workplace. So, I went to a mainstream school. They didn't know I had disabilities until I was after school. Uh, that I s- somehow had sneaked through the gap because they thought, oh, yeah, he's well-spoken, he doesn't know that. So when I left school, I had the choice to work or go to college, and I was like, nah, for college, I just want to, I just need money, that was poor, like, you know, <laughs> so we're in East London, for fuck's sake. So I was like, get me in a factory, get me anywhere. So I worked in a underneath cars with no training, nothing like that. I was doing underneath cars in Stratford, Um and uh yeah so that i didn't that was my first job uh from then i was very happy with that job for over a year um everyone there had disabilities i, I didn't realize till later on um well wait i was 16 um uh so afterwards uh i started working for companies like i'm not gonna say the names because i don't want you no. to get sued yeah yeah but i started working <laughs> for big companies shopping companies and stuff like that and i noticed the trend in each one was okay he has disabilities less and not just me i'm not talking just about me there's many people they have disabilities let's put them in a corner of the room and let's make them do minimal tasks Let's make them do something they can't fuck up. Um, I always call it the jam, as we were talking about sandwiches, the jam sandwich uh, theory, because it's when somebody who doesn't know, this is going back to the original point, it's when someone who doesn't know about disability will just put someone in charge of a minimal task because they're too scared um, to put them in uh, to the real job, a.k.a. Um, I worked in the supermarket and um, instead of I wanted to go on the tills, I wanted to do everything like that. There was like, oh, no, Dan, you can just go in the freezer. You can just be out of the way. Just, you know, just stuff mm-hmm. like that. Then we go to courses, which will help you get the jobs. Um, it's the exact same fucking thing. It's like, OK, um, this man's got uh, disabilities, so let's just put him here. We can't we can't uh, trust him. He might might fuck something up. Um uh, the highest, I mean, I've done, had nine jobs in my entire working life. And each one of them was just like, you just met with just like this, oh my God, like you, until my last job, which was warehouse, um, then I had I'd gotten the right treatment and things like that. Well, I've perceived the right treatment because there's no right thing. Mm. But um, yeah, there's a, there's a company now um, who reaches out, I'd say every two months or something like that. And um i want to say that but i'm not gonna but they they are placed they're employed by the job center um to get people with disabilities into work whether they're ready or not so yeah. last time i went there uh we're talking well like maybe a year ago um 
somebody had tried to get me a job uh, working somewhere, something that I just simply cannot do. And I know I can't do. Um, and he was very, very persistent. He was like, okay, okay. I was like, yeah, but can I have training first for it? And then we will we'll talk about, you know, coming off benefits, doing that, do, doing everything you can. And the guy was like, okay, I'm, I hear you. I completely understand. But this job starts tomorrow. We can get you on. We can get you on. And I was like, oh, are you even man. listening to what I'm fucking saying? I had a support worker there as well. And she was just like, she actually got her phone out and started recording. Because this man was fucking absurd. He was like, um, okay, I understand what you're saying. Then actually I looked into that company and I realized they they've got a certain quota to fill about yeah, dis- disabled it. people they want like eight people a month out of there they want uh like they don't give a shit if you can work there if you can't work um if you're ready to work they do not care they're like okay we need to get our good news stories in um i i'll say um yeah there's there's a video on youtube of me um when i was 19 get one of my first jobs um uh, in the ICT day intention officer and this is goes back to the media thing because they did it very very well they took like five people with disabilities um they had us in real jobs that we could do um but th- these jobs are offered now are just temporary jobs they're like okay six months here and then you go back to you have to fill out benefits you have to do all the housing benefit shit and all that they do not give a shit about you mate really they don't they're like okay you work for six months then we'll fuck you off and you go and sort out um, your own benefits and everything like that and get into debt and all that shit. They they do not care. I'm telling you. I mean, have you dealt with anything like this? About have you seen the discrimination for the same people in the workplace? I mean, I know I know I know about it. Um, I've been, I mean, I've been lucky enough in my lifetime to work in places that I've seen people with disabilities used in a more positive way. Um, there is a guy I know again I've worked in supermarkets in the past and things like that and there was um one fellow again I'm not naming names or anything obviously he's not listening to this but I'm not going to name names no, um, yeah. but he was on the sort of an autistic Asperger's syndrome sort of spectrum and I, I don't know if it was officially diagnosed or anything like that yeah but um Again, I think I got the impression when I spoke to him in the past that yeah he was sort of shoved to one side initially but then they had him out in a in the shop front on the tills and things like that and it was he actually had i don't know where he had two he worked in two shops at once basically two different companies um and in one of the shops they had a, a catastrophic power cut and they thought we're gonna have to close we can't sell anything we can't do but this guy and like you say you remember things this guy could remember the prices of everything. Whoa. As it goes, oh, that's the so-and-so product for this. Oh, that's £6.99. That's, you just want a bottle of Coke. That's £1.49, whatever, you know. He, in yeah. It. And they, when they realised that, they were a lot more amiable as a business to, to people who have those sort of needs and those sort of um, disabilities. Um. I'm trying to think of more examples of things. No, no, no. That, <laughs> but, I just want to say that is a brilliant story, mate. I, I'm really yeah. happy to hear that. I, I don't hear that enough. I mean, a lot of my friends, um, they have similar stories to me. They like, I, I have somebody uh, who just got put into a um, charity shop 
and he, he'd no experience or anything like that and he's not really good with people and they yeah. put him on the uh the tills and customer service um parts and he's like he comes home every day and he's like i can't deal with this man i'm gonna yeah. have a breakdown and i'm like you was forced into i just keep telling him that you clearly was forced into the um job and you like when you're not ready to do it they've got him working part-time so luckily he can leave um it's easier to but these cunts just are just like they'll put you they'll put you into a job and they'll be like okay um he got you into like a six-month job and then when you leave that job when the contract ends and you ask for their help again they're like oh no you no. come back to us in two years and yeah they wash their hands they wash their hands because yeah. they have another quota to fill in yeah in two years yeah that's the worst bit that's the bit that's an angered me more about why your story is the fact they're not worried about you as a person the fact that they'll throw you into a job ready or not training or not is reprehensible it's, it's awful yeah I, they're, they're doing it i mean you get it in all sorts of trades but to do it and then just because they're thinking we've got a quota i might be getting commission out of this it's just greed it's exploitation it's yeah oh no 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 and- where do you think the undateables uh, go to get their uh, cast members? <laughs> just off, just a random question. Uh, I, I'm going to say it's going to be one of those sort of situations. Let's face <laughs> yes. it. <laughs> yeah, they go into places like this for, or like um, day centres or something like that. Or uh, there's a whole list. But yeah, um, I do know somebody who was offered to go on um, uh, undateables as well in 2013. And uh, luckily she didn't do it. But um, mm. yeah, it, it, very much like the undateables, these job people are just like, oh no, we don't give a shit. I was there when the job centre first started putting in um, DEAs, yeah, which is uh, DEA is like um, it's like a police term, isn't it, in America? So, uh, but they called it disability employment. Um, advisor and I was one of the first people in this area to go into there and they would um this was like 2011 and um it took all the way to 2011 for them to actually get a specified person to deal with people with disabilities before it was just oh we'll just chuck them into the into the other into the back corner of the office and you'd see people in wheelchairs people with crutches and they're all sat away from the front bit of it because they didn't want that image and it's very much the same so now they employed uh offices to give um to give just people disabled people get pe- disabled people out of the way and just make them go to this specified place get them out of the job centers because um it's just yeah i mean job center is a very depressing place <laughs> don't get me mm. wrong so any excuse to get out of there is good but it's mm. like Okay, we're not even good enough. I remember uh, 2009 or 10, I remember being told by a a, um, job centre advisor, oh, you know what, Dan, it's easier if you go on benefits because it will be a lot better for you and stuff like that. And I just remember thinking, I'm not ready to give up yet. I'm only 19, motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) I was proper angry then. So all my jobs were like... um, I think the longest job I had was 14 months, but like all of them were um, months, like 10 months, uh, eight months, six months, sometimes a month, mm. sometimes a day. Um, like I, when I worked in a, um, a nursery, I was the ICT person in a nursery and I was like 
nah, fuck this. I'm not dealing with angry parents. <laughs> but um, yeah, they just they just put you in boxes that they want you to um, that tick. It's like they they tick the boxes for you, and they're like, okay, you can work here, and we won't. Um, you'll stay out of the way. You won't be on the shop floor. Um, but and then when they put you on the shop floor, sometimes that can be disastrous as well. Mm. I'm trying to think because I've just you saying about uh, you know the quotas and, and people. There's a story I remember from a couple of years ago, and I'm kind of I'm trying on my phone now trying to find it. Um, <laughs> no, yeah. actually, as you're looking, I was I'll just um, say um, yeah. I hope it has changed now because um, the last time I worked too far technically because I, I do a lot of charity work and things like that advocacy work mm. um i do uh i did um sort of speech training for people who are coming out of universities looking to be support workers and i will teach them how what to do with people with autism what not to do with people with autism mm. um and we would we'll do this four times a week um it'll be from I'd say about half nine in the morning to half four. It was very, very long hours, but I really enjoyed it. Um, and I was, I was, I felt like I was shaping young minds uh, <laughs> to to go into um, their work and support work and and be like, okay, this person's got Asperger's. So I remember my training. I've still got mm. all my papers and stuff like that about like how how to deal with that because we used to put on um, workshops and stuff like that. And I thought that a job like that was perfect, but um, the problem was that it just wasn't um, paid. And uh, if it was paid, and yeah. my boss didn't get arrested for trying to kill someone, and you see, I t- <laughs> we're gonna go down this. <laughs> yeah, my my boss. Um, I'll I'll give you the I'll I'll send you over the. Um, <laughs> you've got a lot of reading to do. Oh yeah, right. it's gonna keep me up for months. <laughs> she, yeah, if she if she didn't try to kill someone in the car. Um, I uh, I think I'd probably still be working in there and probably be paid for it by now because I was there about three years. But um, I mean that's maybe that's another for a part two um, that whole story. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean it's just like you have to find as uh, any disabled people you have to find the right job because mm. I do remember um, when I left school I was like the main focus was like I need money man my mom's not well she can't work. Um, you know, um, I was like, I need, I need to do something. I need to do, um, yeah. So like, it was like, I can't, I can't be asked with another like two years of co- college and and extra school and stuff like that. And then I just did not stop working till I was twenty four. And mm. I was like, yeah, I was like, just. And then uh, it just each each job. I mean, there were some good experiences, like I was saying about the work the warehouse um, job, because some of the people there saw through the bullshit, like I did. There was like, yeah, they've got us here, but we're we're getting um we get we're getting paid to do like half the time or whatever. And I was like, oh man, that's just that's so fucked up. But it's like you want to be part of the team, but they will always like um the managers and stuff like that will be like, okay this is Daniel, he has this, he has this, let's put him into a into a box. And then um, it's just all about accountability as well, isn't it? It's mm. like you, you, you're going to fuck up at work. I fucked up at work many times. And I'm like, don't put it on my um, disability, put it on me. I fucked up. You're still, you're still human at the end of the day. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I mean, I mess up at work 
I'm, yeah. And I say, and I will put my hands up and say, look, it's a human error at the end yeah. of the day. No one is perfect, regardless of disability, regardless of anything. Yeah. You know, but there's people in the world who will use disabilities, ethnicities, genders, sexual orientations. Mm. It's yeah. It's, no, you're it's, right. It's horrific. It is horrific. Yeah. But um, I found the story that I was trying to find. Oh yeah, yeah, go ahead, mate. And it's this is gonna. I think this is gonna draw it to a close, really, because it's it's a it's a yeah. good story. It is a good story. It starts off. It's a um. Yeah, it's in. Start again. Let me start that sentence again. I've had a long day. <laughs> uh, it's in Spain, okay, and it starts off. Uh, basically, it's a cooking show, and people. It's a cooking show, but it's uh, people have um, Down syndrome. Okay, but yeah. all these people. Have, it's, it looks like from reading about it again now. Basically, it's a Spanish version of um, Ramsey's Kitchen Nightmares, that sort yeah. of thing. But people have applied for this show who have got disabilities, and there's this, this lad who applies who's got Down syndrome. The chef that is judging the show is, is absolutely bowled over by this guy. It's quite a controversial chef that does a bit like Gordon Ramsay, let's face it. Yeah. Um, but the, the the kid blows him away with how good he is at what he's passionate about, and he says, "Oh, I really want to. Um, my dream is to cook for uh, a chef called Danny Garcia." He's in Malaga somewhere. Um, the guy judging the show gets him the chance to go and cook for this Danny Garcia fella. Oh. Danny Garcia is blown away by this guy cooking, employs him. He's now a Michelin star chef. Whoa, that is cool. I like that. Yeah, see, we need more of that. We really exactly. need more of that. Yeah. So the, <laughs> as dark as it always seems, as, as you're saying, some, some of it is awful, but I... I <laughs> I, I get the feeling it's get, it is getting better. It will take time. <laughs> it will take so much time. There's always going to be the stigma there, but yeah, it'll get there. It'll yeah, get there. no, it is, it is getting better. You're right, mate. And I, I'd love to read that story if you could send that over because that is just yeah. yeah, that is really cool. And I mean, there's loads of stories like that, but it's just like um, somebody said, like when you've been burned and um, so much, like you you do focus on like you try to um, see the bad in people so that you can avoid uh, future hurt and future um, failure and things like that. And, mm. and so I feel like I'm that type of person, but I mean, we're all working in progress, aren't we? I mean, no one's perfect. So no, 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 no one's perfect. Absolutely. Whenever I do surveys, I never give anyone 10 out of 10. I always say, yeah. I'll, I'll do nine. I'll go <laughs> nine. If it's absolutely mad, I'll never go 10. Yeah. Um, yeah. Right, buddy. Well, that comes to the end of it. I mean, a lot of thought gone into this. You, I, I always ask people as well when they come on this show, do you feel better? <laughs> I I, th- I do. I feel like a big uh, weight has lifted off my shoulders because like, I've yeah. never, I, I talk to people about this sometimes, but I never have gone into this uh, detail. And writing about this, I definitely feel a lot better because I was like, yeah. okay, now I'm actually writing down my thoughts, which I haven't done in years. But I was like, oh, mm. wow. So yeah, it just feels weird to be sitting here not talking about Brutus Beefcake uh, jumping to Hulk Hogan. <laughs> but yeah, I do. Well, I, I am to please. I'm glad. I mean, I totally appreciate your your, your honesty uh, in some of these um, topics because they're deep topics. But hmm. I've still got some good titles out of this. I think. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think I still think Right Sense has got it. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although I've just reread one. I don't give a shit about trains. <laughs> <laughs> Whichever one is fun, mate. Whichever one you want to do. But yeah, thank you for having me on, mate. I've really enjoyed this. Yeah, you're welcome, buddy. You're welcome. My pleasure. My pleasure. But you're, I mean, you're a busy boy. You're on lots of podcasts. Um, I'm going to give you a chance in a, in a sec to. Um, I don't like using Morton Fitch's way. They say, oh, where can we find you? No, that sounds horrific. So I'm just going to say, Danny, thank you so much. The floor is yours. Please hype yourself up. This is your your time. Yeah, so you can find me on Twitter at Scottish Struggler. You can hear me on One Man's Me podcast with the great Chris Bellis. You can hear me on Nitro Nights with the great Sir Powell. You can hear me on Back When with the great Ty Peters. And maybe you'll be hearing me on this show in the future. Who knows? <laughs> oh, I think so. I think so. And you can often hear both of us um, talking rubbish with Morty and Fitch. Yes, and I cannot wait, mate. We've got lots planned, haven't we? Yeah, it's a fair bit. We're not going to give anything away on here, but um, <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Mate, thank you so much. Thank you, mate. I appreciate mate. you taking the time. Um, as always, you can tweet the show at Rantomeisters. You can tweet me at Witticisms of Ben, which I said properly that time. The last few, I can never say Witticisms. I have to say it slow. Um, but, you know, with Elon Musk taking over Twitter, I've even I've joined Mastodon today. This new thing. I don't know if it's going to be any good, but I've, I've got in there with my handle already, so I don't want anyone else taking that. Um, ah. <laughs> so we shall see. <laughs> we shall see. Right, this has been Randomizers. Thank you so much for listening. We will be back again with some more madness very soon. Just look at me. No, that's enough of that.